It's time for Michigan Sports Talk Morning Show. Broadcasting live all across the state of Michigan and Northwest Ohio. This is X's and Bros. At midcourt, extra pass. And it goes for the win! The three-pointer by Jordan Poole! Here's the give. Walker! Kenny Walker! Touchdown! Smarty! Goff's got it. Back, looks, throws, and so yes. caught! Touchdown to Craig Lyons! They did it! Armin Ross, they brought the receiving end! Sends one to deep left center field. Back it goes, and that ball's out of here! A grand slam from a young Cabrera. He's got two goals. Marvin Inundo scores! His first career hat trick in his seventh season for Dylan Larkin. Here's your host, Anthony Bellino. Rise and shine, folks. Welcome back here to X's and Bros. It is hour number three on this Wednesday, the first of the month, March 1st, 2023. Great to have you riding along with us, no matter who you are, where you are, how you may be listening all across the great state of Michigan and in Northwest Ohio as well. From Traverse City to the Glass City, GR to the Motor City. We say good morning to you. We welcome you. We thank you. We appreciate you. And of course, we encourage you. Join the show at any time. Text the keyword sports radio. Send that to 21,000. Give us a call in the Meyer Supercenter guest line 248 951 2176. 248 2176. Got a couple of text messages here. I could always count on Ryan. Danny has written me off. The host slanders me worse than any other caller. Mr. Michigan Shemi, wish me a happy birthday before you. I thought you were Mr. Michigan. Uh, who is Shemi? Who is that? Uh, my birthday on the way to work. One oven out. Paid a thousand to fix it Monday, and still out. So today I start with one oven. I'm having a great birthday. Oh man, yeah. Well, you know, I, I feel you. We had that. Uh, we had the big power, power outage, right? Dan Ryan, do you guys lose power at your house? I have not. No, I was lucky. So yeah, okay. my grandma was without power for a few days, and I believe I still have a friend that is still without power. Yeah, we, we finally got power back on at uh, Danny's 2 yesterday, and then the minute the power kicked on, it blew one of the compressors to the uh, to the meat case. So you got that going for us, right? So that uh, that happened. So we had, you know, had to, uh, you know, not only without power for, you know, Thursday to Thursday till Tuesday, uh, but also, once it kicks back on, boom! Now you got to call somebody, uh, maintenance guy, to uh, to come and do a pretty hefty repair job. So yeah, welcome to the uh, welcome to the world of of small business, man. What a what a what a good time that is. All right, what else is going on in the sports world? We'll try to get you all caught up with all the happenings. We'll do so right now in the headlines. Big news. I have a little news flash. Let's check the headlines. No, it's real news for once. The biggest stories of the local, regional, and national news. This is huge news. Huge news. The Duke Blue Devils, how about this, completed a perfect season. They made history. Duke, at 22-8, and eight, fourth in the ACC, went undefeated a perfect 15-0 and 0 at home. That's pretty crazy. 
Duke's John Shire, by the way, uh, became the first head coach in the ACC to go undefeated at home in his first season. So not too shabby there, uh, replacing Coach K. Alabama's Nate Oates takes the blame for Brandon Miller's TSA uh, intro. That's how they're. That's how they're trying to spin this. They explained to me it's like when TSA checks you before you get on the plane, and now Brandon's clear for takeoff. Okay, did you watch the video or did you just read the quote? Uh, I've I've only read the uh, read the quote. He is literally reading it. Oh, you're talking about Nate Oates. He's reading what they tell. They told me is what he's saying, but he's actually reading the quote on a piece of paper in front of him. His eyes are down and he's reading it. That's I mean they 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 just look atrocious. That whole that whole program looks absolutely awful. And according to the court documents, I mean Miller knows that like it's it's like you can't play dumb here. He knows there's a gun. He knows he's taking it to the other guy who's being charged but didn't actually fire the shot. Somebody else did. At what point does Alabama just step in and say Nick Saban runs the basketball program now? It's a bad, it's a bad look. Bad look. Hey, by the way, shout out to my Toledo Rockets. Stomping the Central Michigan Chippewas last night. Beat the snot out of them by 30 points. Glad one of points. your teams could finally. Oh, fun joke there. Funny joke there. We're all laughing, aren't we? Dan is. No, he's not. Yes, I am. Why would you do that, Dan? Turncoat, Dan I Dan is the worst instigator I brought it up earlier. Yeah. I brought it up earlier about the, uh, who was who the tweet? Oh, Brutus Spartan. Say, out of the three of us, Dan is the biggest instigator between the Michigan-Michigan State rivalry. Toledo beats Central and claims a share of at least their third consecutive Mid-American Conference regular season title, first time in conference history. Team has done that. Could this be the year they make the NCAA tournament? I, uh, you know what? Usually a little bullish on this stuff. I think this is it. I really do. I think that they. I think they have the player of the year in Ray J. Dennis. I don't know if he'll get it. Do you um, think there's an outside shot of a at large bid for them if they don't win the tournament? Uh, I don't think so. Like if Kent, if it's Kent State, Toledo in the the MAC final. Do you think they would take the loser as well? Oh, man. That would be the first time the Mac's gotten two bids into the NCAA tournament in 20 years. Um, I in, in here, Here's the grand old debate about it, right? Because you, you put in all this work all season, and if they win the next game, then they win it outright, and everybody goes home happy. If they lose the next game, Toledo, that is, then they share with Kent State. Either way, you know, you have to win the conference tournament because there's going to be what eight, nine teams from the big 10 in. And this, this is the, this is the old, the old argument. And I had to explain this to one of my buddies the other night and they were like, well, why wouldn't they? Cause the same question came up and I said, well, here's the deal. Let's say there's a team like, uh, I don't know, Michigan, for example, let's say Michigan's on the bubble. Are you going to take the Michigan Wolverines into the NCAA tournament? Or are you going to give that to Toledo? And he's like, well, if Toledo has the better record, and I said, well, I, I said, well, that's one way to look at it. But the other way to look at it is that uh, that is a good point, though, because Michigan that had, is how but, it should look, be looked at. If like, but if yeah, to, but Michigan would have a better record too if they played strength the of record, 
what Barlow brought up yesterday is the the real thing you got to look into. Because you get like Florida Atlantic, who's twenty three and three, and they're projected to be a ten seed. Right, because they're not playing. I mean, they don't play Florida right. State. And they you don't get all those Duke. those conference tournament winners, where it's like Stephen F. Austin, twenty seven and two. <laughs> right, you get you know. So that that's but that's the debate. I would I would like to see the Mac get back to that point. I absolutely would. I think that that would be great. It'd be great for college basketball to have more uh, mid major conferences that are you know it, look at the West Coast Conference. You know what I mean? Like they get St. Mary's, they get Gonzaga. Like why? Why can't the why can't the MAC have that? Then uh, so that that's what we're looking for. The Rangers have landed Patrick Kane. Uh, so good for uh, good for Patrick Kane. The end of an era there uh, in Chicago. Lakers expected to reassess LeBron James. LeBron James in two weeks. He was on a with a boot on the bench uh, last night. The Mavs. Kyrie Irving said he needs to scale back the pressure he's putting on himself. He chucked the final shot in the one twenty four one twenty two loss to the Indiana Pacers. How is it changing the team dynamic? Should Luka Doncic have that shot? All the questions that will be asked there in Dallas this morning. Nikola Jokic is the sixth player with 100 career triple-doubles. He joins Russell Westbrook with 198, the NBA's all-time leader, followed by the Big O at 181, Magic at 138, Jason Kidd at 107, LeBron James at 106, and now the Joker at 100. The Bengals on T. Higgins' trade rumor said, find your own wide receiver. I like that. Buccaneers are going to release running back Leonard Fournette. He gone. The Seattle Seahawks are considering drafting a quarterback, although they've had, quote, positive talks with pro bowler Geno Smith. Will they draft a quarterback in the first round? Titans GM said he's excited about moving forward with Ryan Tannehill. Oh, man, shouldn't have, shouldn't have let A.J. Brown go. The Dolphins have yet to make a call on Tua Tungabailoa's fifth-year option. That might raise your eyebrows. And the Eagles and others are defending the quarterback push tactic that we see on the offensive side of the ball. Even though the defender can't touch a quarterback, you can assist the runner by pushing him in the back on a sneak sort of play, right? When it, when when is too much contact? You know, too much contact. Uh, what what's this quarterback rule all about? Come on now, can we at least try to play some defense in 2023? We'll step aside. We'll be back with more X's and Bros after this year on the Michigan Sports Network. When you're in construction, you know that every minute matters and every dollar counts. You've got materials to purchase, employees to pay, and deadlines to meet. What you don't have is time to worry about your accounting, taxes, or ways to grow your business. That's where we come in. We're Bean Garter. And while your business is construction, our business is helping you run your business better. From tax planning, payroll processing, or R&D credit studies, we're here for you with concrete advice and answers. Let us help you build a solid foundation for your business. Whether you're a subcontractor, developer, architect, or engineer, of all the things you build, make your business the strongest. Experience service, expertise, and simplicity at Bean Garter. Find us online, beangarter.com. Bean Garter. Get more for your money this week at Meyer. Right now, when you buy six select items, you'll save $3, including Prego Pasta Sauce, Dan and Light and Fit or Oikos Greek Yogurt, and Meyer Food Storage Bags. Plus, Coca-Cola or Pepsi products are buy six, save $3, plus deposit where applicable. And pay the same low Meyer prices no matter how you shop, in-store or online. Get more for your money at Meyer. 
Exclusions apply. See all the deals in the Meyer app. They say consistency is the key to success. They weren't wrong. So how about grabbing a beer that's consistently smooth, consistently refreshing, and consistently light? You might just find that the road to success can be pretty enjoyable. Michelob Ultra, the perfect balance of taste and refreshment and only 2.6 carbs and 95 calories. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch Michelob Ultra Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. Listening to Michigan Statewide Morning Show, X's and Bros, right here on the Michigan Sports Network. So we ended up with uh, with some action there in the in the last segment, talking a little bit about uh, you know two teams being able to get in the Mid American Conference football release of schedule for the upcoming 2023 season is supposed to be today as well at 11 a.m. Will they protect? The Battle of I-75, and will they protect Central Western? That's what I want to know. Those need to be weekends. They should be on weekends. You can schedule whatever games you want Tuesday night at midnight on ESPN 5. But BG Toledo and Central Western need to be protected. Those are great rivalries. Those are games in which you get great travel from opposing fan bases. Uh, you know, it's not it's not often you can get a Mac uh, a Mid American Conference stadium to have twenty thousand in it. Why wouldn't we take advantage of that? Why do you want to put two of the best games on a Wednesday night at eight o'clock in November? It makes no sense. I mean, just like come on now, let's let's use rationale. Let's put our thinking caps on. Chips didn't lose; they ran out of clock. No, they lost. I don't know what the run out of clock thing is. I don't. I don't really know where that. Where that. St- where does that stem from? Do you guys know? Well, the run out of time. Um, like there are some games I, where you feel like you were coming back and you ran out of time. Like that's legitimate. I. I don't know. I feel like that maybe wasn't originally a Patriots thing, but I don't know for sure. Yeah, I feel like that's uh, that, that's just a Freddie Shade, more Freddie Shade, just like Eiserman. You know, Steve and I are built for this, Freddie. We're we're ready for this. All right, we had uh, Michigan State shooty hoop. Speaking of, uh, you know, giving it to the fan base. Luckily for Ryan, he, you know, and and I, I mean, I stayed up to watch it. I mean, why wouldn't we? Right? It's you know nine o'clock on a uh, on a Tuesday night. Why the hell not? Michigan State struggles in the first half. Uh, they're down 38-26 and ransacked Nebraska at Nebraska in the second half by a score in the second frame of 54-29. to Offensive explosion recently from the Spartans. Where is this coming from, Ryan? I don't know. I want to know where the defense went <laughs> all year. This is one of the better defensive teams in the conference and in the country. And then you have Iowa and the, that first half of Nebraska where it's just – yeah, nothing was working in the first half. MSU, they just weren't moving their feet, weren't trying to guard somebody, you know, getting blown by every opportunity on defense and offense. They just struggled, like, settling for long twos. They're open looks, but you're missing all of them. It's like there's even one where, you know, I think it was Malik Hall has a 
a three guy comes, pump fakes one step in, misses it, but had a clear open lane. It's like either take two steps forward or two steps back. Do something to make give you better percentages. Either go for the three or get a better two opportunity. Like why why are we settling for heels on the three point line? That mm. shot is yes, that's the shot people talk about what needs to be eliminated from basketball because it's a low percentage, you know, low reward shot. I like Malik Hall's game though. He's okay. He dribbles too much sometimes. Yeah, you're gonna gets have himself that. in trouble, turns the ball over. You're gonna have that from time to time. I um I would you know another impressive night although overall from the three point line. I mean you shoot over you shoot over fifty percent from three. There's no way you're gonna lose that game. And Joey Hauser who goes six of eleven. Uh, he was fantastic. Malik Hall who you mentioned some questionable shots. He was three of eight from the floor, but two of four. Uh, from three, Jaden Aikens. Aikens wow. had a – he takes a lot of threes, which is fine because, again, they're open. If you're open, unless your name is Mati Sissoko or even A.J. Hogard, depending what time is left on the shot clock, take them. I'm glad it's worked out for Jaden Aikens. I have been quietly, secretly, maybe not so secretly, rooting for him um, for everything because of everything that happened throughout his prep years. Uh, with Bates fundamentals and whatever. Like, I've been rooting for Jaden Aitkins once he was kicked off that team and Izzo stood by him. You go to Michigan State, you don't you know, really do a whole lot in your first year. But, you know, I think a lot of times we expect, um, you know, something that's unrealistic. Like, the one and done is not the majority. It is a very small, minute percentage of guys that are one and done. And to be honest with you, you could stay for, you know, you could stay for four years. And guys like Jaden Aikens who could stick around and play a few years, that's better for college basketball than the guy who comes in for one year and then and then jumps ship right away. So I, I'm happy uh, that it has worked out uh, the way that it has for Michigan State. He's playing in much more meaningful basketball games uh, than the counterpart that that you know whose family kicked him to the curb. And now you got one game left, man. Season comes to a close on the fourth. Can you believe that? Yeah, on Saturday, which for Michigan State fans, they know the implications of hosting Ohio State on Senior Day because it was Cassius Winston Senior Day where Chris Holtman decided to complain about MSU's Senior Day tradition of kissing the, kissing floor, the floor and taking a timeout. But it's like, you're down by 15. What do you care? Play better then. You know, not only that, but like, what are you complaining about? Like I know that you might be newer to the conference, but what's the? It's a senior day. Like, what's the difference? Yeah. Like, who cares? Let them celebrate their senior day. Yeah, and it adds like two minutes overall. Nothing much. But two minutes for a guy who is you know he should should have his number retired. Right. Well, um, have his number retired. Yeah, got to get got to get Diet Cassius Winston out of there. Can't wear number five of the headband now. What's the matter with you? But um, you know you got to got to allow that that kid to have his moment and him complaining there is just that that to me was just uh, I did I didn't like that at all and I'm not even a Spartan fan so I I you know I, I would imagine Michigan State's just going to stick it to Ohio State there's not going to be much that Ohio State's going to be able to do um so let's get to a uh, Dan indicator let's talk about uh, Michigan State good morning Dan how are you my friend good morning guys yeah I just 
you know what seems different about this team, or at least Izzo's approach, is he he has he has belief in them early. Where a lot of times he's he's critical of his team early, and uh, you know he talks about everything they need to work on. This team, from the beginning, he said he felt like he's had something special. But it feels like they're taking a long time to gel. I, I do like what the offense has done lately. But what do you guys think it's going to take for them to possibly get to a six seed? I read something yesterday. The difference between a seven and a six seed is huge to get out of that first weekend. What do you think they got to do to get out of a, a seven seed? Or better than a seven seed, I should say. Well, I, I don't want to just like foreshadow and uh, predict Dan and Caterman. I appreciate the call. The you, you got to win, uh, obviously, on Saturday. You went on Senior Day, and then I think that the way that the Big Ten tournament is shaking up, I've seen. I always get a little nervous unless it comes from the actual conference itself. And you got to check at the end of every day, every night, or the beginning of every day, because especially this year, because right now I believe is Anthony Broom tweeted out, or one of the Michigan reporters tweeted out, goes Michigan can be anywhere from the one to nine seed depending how this week shakes out. Yeah. And that's literally teams one through nine. Like, I believe Michigan State can work all the way up to two. I believe that's where Michigan sits at the moment. And they Michigan should. State was sitting at nine before the game, playing Rutgers in the first round. So, yeah, According to – here's a tournament picture. According to Swanky Wolverine, big swank here. If the season ends now, games through 228. Michigan State's a nine seed taking out Rutgers – Winner of that gets Purdue. If that is the case, which obviously this is going to change, if that's the case, Dan Indicator, they win on Saturday to beat Ohio State. They win their first game in the Big Ten tournament, which, you know, second round uh, potentially. And then if they can get into that third round game, the, uh, the Elite Eight of the Big Ten tournament there, I think they'd be in pretty good shape because their, their strength of schedule Strength of record, like they're they're Michigan State's going to be. I, I could see them. I could see them as a six seed. I could I could see them getting onto that line. Yeah, if they take a if they beat a Purdue or Indiana in the Big Ten tournament. Oh yeah. If you beat one of those, then I think it's six is is good. Yeah. Uh, right now, Michigan sitting at two through yesterday. They would see the winner of Wisconsin or Illinois in that third round we'll step aside when we return little lions football for you uh they hired somebody one guy's talking about resigning and what's the best move detroit never made we'll get into that next year x's and bros michigan sports network they say consistency is the key to success they weren't wrong so how about grabbing a beer that's consistently smooth consistently refreshing and consistently light you might just find that the road to success can be pretty enjoyable. Michelob Ultra, the perfect balance of taste and refreshment and only 2.6 carbs and 95 calories. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch Michelob Ultra Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. From planting a simple seed to managing a global food supply, growing, processing, and distributing food is the backbone of America. You deal with food safety and labor issues, cost control, and not to mention Mother Nature. But... Do you have time to explore research development and biotechnical tax credits? Properly administer payroll for temporary employees? Ensure that you're operating at your most profitable? That's where we come in. We're Bean Garter. And while your business is America's food supply, our business is helping you run your business better. We'll assist with tax credits, assess your processes and controls, and so much more. And while we may not be able to help you plant your crops, 
we can help you realize a rich financial harvest. From the family farm to worldwide distribution of all the things you grow, grow your business better. Experience service, expertise, and simplicity at Bean Garter. Find us online, beangarter.com. Bean Garter. The new M-Perks is here. Reward yourself with dollars off your purchases, fuel rewards, and more at Meyer. Earn 10 points on nearly every dollar you spend when you shop in-store or on Meyer.com. Then use your points to claim and redeem rewards any way you want. Plus, earn points for every qualifying prescription filled at your Meyer pharmacy. Download the Meyer app to sign up, or if you're already using M-Perks, start earning points and saving today. Save more with M-Perks. Exclusions apply. See Meyer.com to learn more. Share your thoughts all morning long on the Meyer Guest Line. Call 248-951-2176. That's 248-951-2176. Now, back to Danny, Ryan, and A.B. We do a bunch of different things, you know, so we went in the lab and we said, would somebody please guard somebody? That's all we did. Tom Izzo. Somebody please guard somebody. Anybody. That's great. Good to hear from coaches. <laughs> That's there. awesome audio. It's, 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 you know, have a little fun. Does he seem a little more fun this year? Yeah. Let's say he's, he knows when to have his moments. I He's also, I mean, been a tough month there, and he is very much like the heart of that school, I feel like. so. Oh, yeah. He's, he's, he's just... Uh, He's more he know, famous he than, knows, the, than the mascot. Right. He knows when he has to keep it light, I think. Turn on the fun and smiles a little bit. Look, I get it. As a former fun and smiles coordinator myself, I understand. What we need to do is have a cheerleader pitch a T-shirt to him and have him throw it into the crowd. That'd be great. All right. A couple of, a couple of Lions notes here. The Detroit Lions are hiring John Fox as a defensive consultant. What do you make of this move? Another addition of the coaching staff former Panthers head coach John Fox which is interesting now the Carolina to Detroit pipeline here um, he's been around since 1989 he defensive backs at Pittsburgh he, the Panthers Broncos Bears he's been all over the place took some time off from coaching spent some time uh, with ESPN as an analyst went back to coaching as a senior defensive assistant for the Colts under Frank Reich last year and the Lions are going to use him as a defensive analyst in 2021, the Lions brought on senior defensive assistant Dom Capers to help out Aaron Glenn, but they were without a senior consultant last year. This year, they got a new D-line coach in John Scott Jr., new corners coach in Dre Bly. So now you have a new sort of oversight, if you will, of the operation uh, defensively. I think it's an interesting move. I don't think that under Dan Campbell, you get too many cooks in the kitchen. You know what I'm saying? I think that Dan Campbell's kind of like that glue piece that says, all right, this is what we're trying to do. This is what we want to do it. He allows everybody to kind of run uh, their respective department. It does a good job on the oversight there. And then for Aaron Glenn, what kind of relationship will he have 
uh, with John Fox or is bringing John Fox into this maybe a chess piece for a longer play in the event this team succeeds in 2023 and we see Aaron Glenn potentially uh, move on. So Did he, of, didn't he hold the same position with the uh, different organization this previous season? Uh, in 2021, he was with the uh, – or last year, he was with the Colts as a senior defensive assistant. I was just wondering. It's just a very, I don't know, move. What do they do? What do uh, what do defensive consultants? What does that What does that mean? Or is or is this a move for you know a position in waiting in in the event that Aaron Glenn gets a call and is on the run? Could be. I mean, had some good interviews uh, this past year. Will Aaron Glenn get get an opportunity as a as a head coach, or will this uh, will this train continue to roll? Obviously, that's all very much dependent on the success or lack thereof in the upcoming season. Let's get to uh, Dave over in Hudsonville. Join us right now on the Meyer Supercenter guest line. Good morning to you, Dave. How are you, my friend? Morning, A.B. Hey, listen, on your comment with the Lions, I love that move in the sense that, like, Dan Campbell and Aaron Glenn are secure enough to bring in another veteran, veteran guy mm-hmm. who they can, like, just kick it around with. You know, when, when you have that team who isn't afraid to express, hey, I'd play it this way, I'd do it that way, knowing that, like, Aaron Glenn for defense or Dan Campbell overall, is going to be the final decision maker. I think that's the sign of a healthy organization. You know, I don't think he's insecure enough to go out, nor is Aaron Glenn, to get a veteran like John Fox, who's been there, done that, as a as a DC and as a head coach, in order to bring him in to say, if you can help us get better, that's wonderful. Yeah, and, sometimes and sometimes I, when you're looking at a puzzle, right, Dave? I mean, you're you're looking at a puzzle. Sometimes you need an extra set of eyes, and and that's well, and that's and what football whole, yeah, is—a whole... four quarter puzzle. Yeah, and Anthony, for any like, I don't care who you look at, whether it's what Mike Garland did for Izzo, what Phil Martelli does at Michigan, what you want is you want assistants they are going to be kicking out ideas and challenging you. You don't want a bunch of yes-men to your leadership because you want to see, hey, what's another way to look at this? What haven't I thought of? And when you get those perspectives, then all of a sudden you can make the best decision. And I, I, I think when you saw, like, Hard Knocks last year, those guys aren't afraid to go at each other, you know, whether it's in fun, like Deuce Staley and Aaron Glenn were, or whether it's like, hey, let's do it this way, because they're competitors. You know, I mean, Glenn and, and, and those guys know. It's like, hey, we get it done here, and it's about winning and so forth. So they don't mind jostling, and they don't mind rumbling a little bit, which I think is really healthy. And then the other thing, man, give me, a, give me Marcus Mariota as our backup quarterback. Ooh. Excuse me. Oh, wait a minute, wait a minute. Who'd you say? Who was that? They just released Marcus Mariotti yesterday. Oh, come on, Dave. You got it. Come on, Dave. Give me the give me give, give me us some juice on that. Come on, Dave. Give us some juice in the name. Come on. No, seriously. He won't me, do it. He won't do it. Dave, Dave, it's Marcus Mariota. That's how hey, come on. A little Chris oh, Berman, a little yeah. boomer for you. I thought you were watching I thought you were watching the Gus Johnson back to school special, man. You're giving it to Gus Johnson. I Who love Gus Johnson. Don't you don't you try I to do. slander I, Gus on this program. No, I love me some Gus Johnson, too, man. Gus is outstanding. A Detroit product, too. But give me, hey, Marcus Mariota can win a game with his legs. He can still throw it. You can get him at a good price. I tell you, if something happens to Goff, who's our number one, Marcus Mariota can step in and still do a, play a different kind of game than Goff can. And uh, I, I think it strengthens our overall uh, roster tremendously from, uh, from a backup quarterback standpoint. All right, so let's say at six they go defense, which I think they should do. And at 18, 18's available. 
That's your you pick. Trade it. You trade it to the Rams and you take Jalen Ramsey and give him some stuff. All right, that's off the table because that doesn't that, that that in my hypothetical trade world here. Would you rather have Marcus Mariota or do you draft a quarterback there at eighteen if a guy like Anthony Richardson from Florida is there? No, because the quarterback's not going to play for you for three years. There's no reason to get a quarterback yet. You're ready to go win a division right now. You mm. need to get yourself a couple of defensive players who can really make a difference because you've got the pieces in place. Mariota ensures us as a backup quarterback that we can still win. You get Jalen Ramsey, who could be a starter and captain on defense if you want to, and then you draft somebody at six who can also help the defense. Bing bong. I mean, yeah, dogs are barking. Hey, Dave, Dave, just give me one Marcus Mariota. Come on. Marcus Mariota. I love it, David Hudsville. Love that call. I think that I think that you're right there. I mean, that's you know, this team's ready to win it right now. They like this, like the t- we're here, we're here, we're on the doorstep. Like the 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 armored vehicles out front. Dan Campbell's, you know, they got the the shields are behind them with Aaron Glenn and Ben Johnson. Dan Campbell's got that battering ram for that NFC North divisional door, and they are they're ready. They're ready to blow through that door like the feds. I mean, this, this is the time. They are that close. They were that close last year after starting the season. What, one and six? One and seven? What, 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 where were they? Why can't I remember that? Was it one and six or one, one and six? One and six? Like, come on. Like, they're, they're, they're that, they are that close that if you can add, and what we saw was Brad Holmes and the way that he drafted. We saw how you actually you have to hit on your first rounders. That I mean, that's easier said than done. But that you have to be able. You're drafting guys to start on your team today. Who are we going to select that we are going to immediately like? They are good enough to play NFL football right now. That's your first round pick. And if they if they stay at six and eighteen. If they don't trade, Ramsey's not there. The the conversation's kind of heating up a little bit. You know me; it's about the cash. What is that? What does that financially look out? Because you're going to have to be able to pay people. But they hit on Aiden Hutchinson. They got their guy. But was is equally as important as bringing in a guy like Kaminsky, and then in your later rounds getting Houston, getting Rodriguez, and those guys playing significant snaps, meaningful minutes. Pascal, when he was available, coming off an injury, like that, that's where you build your roster. The first rounder is the stud. There's only so many of those. You got a lot of picks in those middle rounds. You have to hit on. And I, I, I actually really like Marcus Mariota there for a backup. I'd much rather have that uh, than Carson Wentz. So I'm good with that. And I also like, you know, John Fox is a defensive consultant. Maybe it provides a little bit of insurance. We'll see how this year goes. If it works out really well and Aaron Glenn moves on, boom, you might have somebody to plug and play right away. But also it gives you an extra set of eyes and somebody with that sort of head coaching experience that can help Dan Campbell along the way. Sometimes you got to take a step back and say, look, I got, you know, this is what I have. We got to open up these puzzle pieces a little bit and, you know, see if we can get an extra set of eyes to take a gander. Now, Alex Anzalone said that there have been talks with the Detroit Lions. They've got some preliminary discussions that are ongoing. You know, would they, you know, would the Lions re-sign 
the veteran linebacker who obviously you know really came into his own uh, last year, but you do have a couple of young linebackers that you know showed a, showed a little bit of uh, showed a little bit of promise. Here you have a guy who, you know, I think that this this move here all comes down to price tag, and if he's looking for a raise from his two and a quarter million dollar contract with some more long term security security in an NFL contract, you know, free agency officially opens up on the fifteenth. If they had that conversation, then that's that's a huge positive. And they obviously have some faith in what he can do, but at the end of the day, everything comes at a price, right? And you know, veteran leadership is something. You know, Michael Brocker is another guy. Like you know, veteran leadership matters. You have to have people uh, in your locker room that can help other people become pros. And if they're like Anzalone and they can do that in the linebacker room, but they can also go out there and contribute. That is very much important as well. Now I want to get to the best. Uh, I saw this yesterday, and this is the best move that the Detroit Lions have never uh, have just they they never made. And a lot of times, people will get chastised for uh, some things that the Lions did do, some things that they haven't done. I think that you know ownership is all in. Uh, Sheila Hamp is she's she seems to you know repairing that relationship with Calvin. One of the little things, open up the checkbook in order to make sure the assistants are paid uh, and opportunities like bringing on defensive consultants. Like There is a commitment, I feel, to winning at a level that maybe Lions fans had not seen in the past. But a couple of of years ago, a guy was up for an extension. And what were we going to do? And we decided not to pay him. At the free agency market, Got a big deal. Wow. And by big deal, I mean $40.4 million in two seasons. Now, the Giants have released their wide receiver, Kenny Galladay, first day of the league year, March 15th. So that we know that much is for certain. By waiting until the 15th, they save $6.7 million against their salary cap. Kenny Galladay, however, will receive a $4.5 million cash roster bonus per their release. He earned $40.4 million in two seasons, catching 43 passes. Almost a million dollars per reception. Can you imagine that? Like, how much money does it take? My goodness. Well, um, gosh, I think it was Kenny... Uh, Daniels put into perspective Jake Wallman's uh, average game is now $41,000. It's like, that's pretty nice. I mean, and, that, and that's Jake Wallman because he's, <laughs> he's an average annual uh, 3.9 or something. Yeah, just shy of four. So if you're making $8 million a season, you're getting almost $100,000 a game if you're somebody like Dylan Larkin. He's looking for $100,000 a game. He's playing 20 minutes. That's crazy. That is crazy. But, I mean, that's, I, 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 shoot. I Don't even look at some of those NBA contracts. Make you sick to your stomach. Um, good to see, hey, by the way, Buckeye Spartan got back to me. Bro, brutal. I had to lay low for a while, to be honest. I was taken out of, con- I was taken out of context. Oh, well, I have risen like a phoenix. Welcome to the world of social media. And yeah, for, for a guy like Buckeye Spartan who's trying to troll me over 
Central Michigan and and uh, beating the Michigan Wolverines earlier in the year, which is a despicable loss. Um, I mean, we beat Ohio State and Michigan State in in football and in basketball. So I I mean, I would be the last person I'd be talking to, to be honest with you. That, I love that you are you have befriended. Him. I be or friend, they that's, could be a female. I don't it, know. Yeah, it, we'll just call him him until we get corrected, right? He called me bro. I'll call him dude. Uh, look, I befriend everybody on Twitter. Like that's what it is. Even your OG OG Weck or whatever his name is, the Illini guy. OG Ananobi? No, no, not the guy from Toronto. I'm talking about the Illinois Twitter guy. The, the guy golf ball me, whacker guy? Amazing golf ball whacker guy. He told me that uh, he's rich and I'm poor because he was at the Big Ten Conference uh, Oh, yes, yes. Yeah, yes. sitting in the fifth row and telling me all kinds of slander. And, and you know, I hadn't heard from him in a while, so I did a wellness check on him. He's like, yeah, man, I'm doing good. Just watch, you know, trying to enjoy the season. We had a great conversation on Twitter. That's the thing. I don't, I'm not ever going to get bent out of shape. It's not gonna. It's not gonna get me to the point where I'm gonna lose my mind. I don't care how stupid these people on the internet get. It doesn't bother me. Brutus Sparty is a. You know, I'm sure he's a wonderful human being, and I'm sure if we went out one night, he would buy me all the beer I could drink. Even though I don't drink a whole lot of beer, I'm sure he'd be willing to to purchase a couple of Mick Ultras for your boy. Right? That's great. Good for him. Uh, and and good for me. And and let let peace carry on. Even Freddie this morning. You know, nobody nobody throws the subtle shots like Freddie, right? And God bless Freddie. I gave him one right back on his birthday today. To a real Michigan man, Freddie the Pizza Man. Happy birthday and go blue, baby. I know you're enjoying it. I know you are. I hope uh, Mr. Harbaugh stops in and grabs a pizza. Either Coach Harbaugh or his dad or a senior can, can roll through and uh, and pick up a pizza. Why not? That's always good. But back to the Lions, uh, real quick here before we close things down. I, I, it just, it, it feels like there have been moves that have been made and steps that have been taken that I don't know if fans from yesteryear could say this is the same old. We didn't overpay for Kenny Galladay. We kind of went on a little bit of a flyer for a head coach that wasn't a retread from somewhere else. Right? Sure, the first season was rough, but we saw. Those glimmers of hope in the last six games. And even when people wanted to fire him in the first two months of this year, they wanted to just burn it all to the ground and start over. Look at the way the team finished the year. On the doorstep of the playoffs. They're right there. David Hudsonville, I thought I think that's the probably the best call I've heard in a while. That, you know, if they could trade 18 for Jalen Ramsey and you could figure out the money so it doesn't cripple your salary cap, okay. I'm good with it. They know him better than I do. Great. Now you have him. You have Big Curb. You have why is why is his name coming off an of injury? Why is his name slipping me? Uh, Tracy Walker, Jerry Jacobs, Jeff Okuda. Right? Do you get another defensive back in the draft at some point? Probably. It's a pretty deep class there. So I feel like they are taking all the necessary steps to be able to get a guy like Marcus Mariota to provide that insurance there in the event something catastrophic happens. I think it's a pretty good plan. I think there's a lot of good reason to have a lot of faith in this ownership group right now.